Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! I will literally give you anything I can if you heal my wounds. This really fucking hurts. She, like, points a a finger at your arm, and she's like, I don't know how much that hurt. And then she just points at, like, the massive gashes in her chest. She's like... This hurts more. Hmm. Then the agreement is sealed, yes? Um, She reaches out with incredible speed and nicks the, the skin just under your eye and it begins to bleed. 
Uh, I'll take a step back uh, and look at her kind of confused, but like accusatorially, like, this is how you want to do it, huh? She's just like, were the terms not agreeable to you? I don't understand. Hmm. Blood packed. I see. Yeah. Also, good news. You don't need to cut me because it just points at like the mess of where her eye was. Okay. Um, Maka will approach again and cast uh, Cure Wounds. Cool. Um, so immediately her wounds uh, begin to um, seal up. Um, uh, forgive me, Tyler. What does uh, Cure Wounds look like with the spores? Or is it just a magical effect? It's 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 a magical effect, but it is sort of the... With, it, it holds to the spirit of what Mach is about, so it's the give and take of energy. So mm-hmm. it's basically just the energy required to expedite the healing process is transferred to her, and her wounds just start to, to close. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Um, as soon as, like, even before the skin has, has knit back up, but as soon as the, the wounds start to close, she's already starting to, like, get up. Um, and uh, you just see her kind of, like, roll her shoulders um, and kind of crack her neck, and she's like, oh, that is... Um, Still unpleasant, uh, but better. Thank you. I have a quick question, Tom. Um, mm. Since this is a new day, I'm not sure if resting You've recovered works the all your same way here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Totally. Just not sure if there's a if that's how that works here. Okay. Yeah. Great. No, no. Thank you for checking. But no, you're you're good. Um, okay. You can also spend hit dice or whatever, but you you woke up fresh, so you shouldn't need to. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh, she kind of nods and says, um, "Okay, so." Uh, your Maka, de- wait, your Maka Deathcap? Is that what you said your name was? Mm, yes. Do you know a, a Duncan Kindano? I do. Oh, fuck, we gotta get a note back from Ooh. Hey, come on, follow me. Um, and with that, uh, the witch kind of like um, stumbles when she kind of steps uh, off the, uh, the stretcher um, and then just kind of like forces herself into kind of almost a rigid standing pose um, and uh, like kind of looking at um, the, the shredded clothes hanging off her. It's just like well, guess if your clothes are going to fall apart Ragtown's the place to do it. Alright, uh, come on I've got a, I've got a, a note for you. Um, huh. <laughs> they're going to be real happy to see you if they're still alive. Anyway, let's go get that note. Uh, and with that, she leads you out of the tent. So, much to his chagrin, uh, Victor Macklin, the baboon familiar, um, has agreed um, to lead you uh, in search of uh, Tika Willowlim, who is uh, the one remaining um, point of contact uh, that uh, Ezra and Victor have with um, the remains of the Covenate. Um, Victor basically has uh, done a bit of trading um, with a town called Scriven, um, which is the home of uh, what he describes as uh, the rag folk or the rag people, uh, mortals who have gotten lost in the Shadowlands and have slowly had their their physical essence um, shrivel away to to almost nothing, who are unable to die but also aren't exactly alive. Um, anymore, um, and uh, is the seemingly the um, the fate that uh, Toby was warning you against. <coughs> um, 
Tika uh, is in contact with them. So even though um, Victor hasn't seen Tika in some time, uh, he does know um, that um, uh, Uv on Peeble, um, the kind of last remaining um, somewhat mortal uh, person there, um, uh, is uh, the lady to talk to uh, about Tika and might be able to put you in touch. Um, and so uh, it is that um, the three of you set out. Um, Ezra is thrilled. He's thrilled in very much like a, a grandparent excited to, that you're going to go off and do something fun way where my grand would be like, oh, I don't care for these Avengers, but yo, you have fun. It sounds like you really want to go see them. Like, I do want to see the Avengers, though. Um, so uh, he, he kind of uh, grins and he says, uh, don't worry, Victor. I'm sure I'll have another cuppa ready for you when you return. And then he turns to his, like, incredibly shitty um, uh, water heating magic. Um, and uh, Victor looks um, a little uncomfortable to be leaving him. But this is a, a thing that happens fairly regularly, um, simply because uh, Ezra, despite being a, a fairly powerful um, witch in his own right, um, is just physically constrained by the surroundings. Um, his chair is built for um, cities, not for canyons. Um, so he is uh, at a bit of a disadvantage right now. Um, and he's also old. Like, just straight up, he's not up for adventuring and is very content in his cave. So um, uh, Victor um, kind of checks in with the two of you, and he's like, uh, is, there, is there anything else uh, either of you wanted to do uh, before we leave? I don't imagine you'll be coming back, despite what, what you told Ezra. So is there anything else you, you needed here before we go? Tom, did this? I'm imagining the rest counted as a long rest for the purpose. Yeah. Hell dope. yeah, baby. <laughs> Get damn HPs back. And my swashing points. Every time. Um, I think I have what I need, because Duncan's made made an oath that he actually will follow through on if he saves the world he has to either come back to the stupid cave or find a way to get the story to the cave which is very funny um otherwise he's had his questions answered they know who they're meeting he's good cool princess I, do you have anything you need i will also remind you um you are down a mr bang right now oh you don't have a gun do you that'd be great uh n- no we're witches well do you have any sort of a portable projectile weapon. So a gun? Yes, no, I just answered that. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you had, like, a wand or something that you could have given me that I could point at people oh, and then I they'd explode. Know what, uh, I mean, we, we do build those, but uh, not not in the uh, parks and recreation department. We're, we're more interested in, you know, greenery and the such. Damn. All right. Well, Princess, you need anything? I, I'd kind of like to get back to with like mocha that would be lovely <laughs> oh well what's that under my chair it's no we don't have that do you need uh, anything from well, here we're talking about what oh, we no. want it's just what i want uh princess uh, he asked if we needed anything before we left you know that's not normally a yeah, question and it's something that i'd like before i leave but well, it's not possible apparently i just thought i'd ask well, you know, that's sort of like a lesson in manners for you. If someone says, well, it's time for us to go to the theater, is there anything you want? And you answer, my dead grandfather back. It's not really a way to make friends. That's considered kind of rude. What, what if I said, I want my live grandfather here? Well, was that really on the table? It's more like, do you want a coat? 
Like the, the offer is implicit. I don't know. Maybe he would have been like, oh, do you know what? We can get him back here right away. And just like zap, 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 and brings him back. Is, well, you know, Marco, maybe, but you're familiar? Is no, he your Victor Macklin? He's our traveling companion. So he is your Victor Macklin. And Victor's he was claimed like, by the yeah. Omnirath. Oh. <laughs> Victor's thumb just kind of cranks down, sadly. <laughs> if there was a, you know, like a slide whistle, it'd be like, boo. All right, fine. Let's just get going. You sure I can look around more for your friend and live grandfather? Nope. 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 Onward. I <laughs> just start walking. I don't know what direction we're going in. Okay, it was but, nice to meet you too. Victor, uh, is she going the right way? No. Um, Your Highness, it's this way. This way. And I just turn about. I assume it's like turn around and then walk just as determinately this way. Oh, yes. Way as oh, yes. There's the no one. stopping. Yeah. It's just this like and 180 and yeah, go. Great. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Victor begins to lead you kind of through this canyon that slowly, um, uh, there's an incline, so you're kind of slowly coming back up to surface level. Um, you come out uh, into uh, a mountain range, uh, which is rather surprising because there were no mountains on the horizon uh, when you fled the Omnirath. Um, that, maybe you didn't see them, but Duncan, to you, this seems more like uh, magical tomfoolery than just a, you failed to notice a mountain range. Um kind of business, um, and uh, Victor says, uh, uh, mind your step, uh, I'm afraid we, we came out uh, by the mountain way. Uh, at least it's not underwater. <laughs> Sometimes that happened. How does travel exactly work here? Ah, uh, well, uh, this, uh, the Shadowlands, as, as I believe uh, you, you colloquially know them, um, are made of uh, magic. Uh, they are the byproduct of, of uh, imagination, uh, creativity of magical forces. Um, so things just kind of happen here. Um, sometimes because someone here has willed it, and sometimes because someone else somewhere else thought of it. Uh, it makes uh, navigation a little complicated, but as long as you know where you'd like to go, you will eventually usually end up there. Which is why I am thinking very hard about Scriven right now. Oh, That's... so like we imagine things and then maybe they happen. It's possible. All right. I don't know what Scriven looks like. Is that a problem? Oh, uh, it's okay. Uh, just don't think of anywhere else right now. And that would be a huge help to me. And I'll, I'll, uh... I'll just think of it. How do I not think of somewhere else? I'm suddenly thinking of literally every other place. Okay. Well, that will mean it takes a lot longer to get to Scriven. Um... What what uh, what what is what, what's your favorite place in the world? Uh, I don't know. It was Orvel, but okay. What's the opposite of Orvel? Um, dead. Great. Just think about being dead. I kind of already died. He turns. Also, to just you... think about me now. He just turns to Duncan with a full like, "What are you gonna do?" And Duncan has nothing for him. It's just full despair. She's worse now than she's ever been. She's the worst princess in the world. He misses the poopsmith. The poopsmith would be more useful on this quest. He has sworn himself to a kingdom. Here's an interesting fact. If Orvel's completely fallen, he might actually just get to leave. 
who knows? That sure seems like an interesting adventure for a different session. Um, so, no, oh, go ahead. I'm saying my life right now is just the opposite of like my favorite place. So, um, that's good. That's good. Just think of right now. Then think of exactly great. where we are right now. Great. Good. <laughs> and then he like seems to like kind of like narrow his eyes, look at you, and then he just kind of slowly turns to the mountain range, and you see his shoulders go down an inch, and he's like. Oh, thank the coven mother. Um, all right, this way. Um, and he begins leading you through the canyon. Um, slowly, the mountains uh, begin to subside um, around you, which is kind of alarming in an unfortunate way, but also, like, it is nice to be done with them, so that's good. Um, and you um, uh, sort of step out into um, uh, sort of an arid desert uh, kind of scenario. So... Cacti, um, tumbleweeds, no cow skulls, unfortunately. Um, but um, in the distance, um, you uh, you can see a, uh, what looks to be a watchtower. So a um, just a sort of like a, a two-story, like if this was Assassin's Creed, like very easy to get up there. There's like one archer just chilling out. Um, and uh, Victor says, "Ah, oh, very good, very good. Um, that's." Uh, West Point. That's a that's a good that's a good landmark for us. That means we're we're headed in roughly the right direction. Not west. Please don't think this is west. Just okay. You you get it. Um, so he continues to to kind of walk along. Um, Duncan and Gwendolyn, is there anything you discussed during this, or are you both just kind of focusing on not fucking up the dreamscape? Uh, I'm literally just like. I, I'm just like staring around at me and saying to myself like, "This is where I am." <laughs> This is where I am. This is where I am. This is my life. I think Duncan has about a hundred things he'd like to say, but he's pretty sure that if he yells at the princess, she won't focus. So instead, he's just focused on following Victor Macklin because he feels like that he can picture and it might help speed things forward. Okay, excellent. Um, As you approach the West Point Tower, um, you uh, see a... um, uh, there seems to be sort of a uh, 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 a torch uh, burning in the um, sort of up in the upper reaches. Um, Victor says, "Oh, um, well, we we may be in luck. Uh, Tika may actually be out here. Um, in which case, and he turns and just like playfully slaps uh, Gwendolyn kind of on on the forearm. He's like, in that case, you can think of wherever the fuck you want because uh, she might just be right there." Um, and so he like scrabbles ahead uh, at baboon speed, um, <laughs> and um, a uh, an eldritch blast strikes the ground uh, directly in front of him, and he kind of leaps back, and he's like, ah, ah, it's me, it's me, Victor Macklin, and um, you see um, a uh, a woman kind of just peek her head um, up over the uh, the edge of the um, uh, watchtower. Uh, she seems to have um, a, uh, a cigarette, uh, like a hand-rolled cigarette, um, clenched in, in between her fingers, and she just kind of leans up. She's like, oh, oh, shit. Sorry, Victor. Um, fuck. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you're you're fast. Uh, who? Wait, who the hell are those? And she points to the two of you. Uh, and he quickly says, like, oh, it's, um, uh, uh, this is the, the, Her Royal Highness uh, Gwendolyn, not a ghost. Um, and uh, Duncan Kindano of the Dawnbreakers. Um, she's like, that is 
interesting nonsense. Uh, here, c- come on up here. It's, it's not safe down there. Um, so the three of you make your way up the tower. Um, the tower itself is much larger once you're inside it. Um, there's uh, some sort of uh, pillows and cushions set up. Um, there's a uh, full quiver of arrows that is quite dusty and seems sort of untouched. A uh, bit of a Doctor Who situation going on where it is a small pair, like small watchtower from outside, but quite large when you're up here. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it seems that um, Tika has kind of uh, taken up residence here uh, for the time being. Um, you can see that um, she's, uh, there's Duncan, I think you'd notice this. There is a uh, recently unstrapped leg brace nearby. Uh, and you notice that um, as she walks, she occasionally just kind of flexes her, her leg um, and seems to be a bit stiff. And she says, okay, so what, uh, what, what brings you to West Point? We're here to figure out how to defeat the Sin Kai and restore the cycle of life and death to the world where it's been broken. Uh, okay, that is a big goal for a person and an armor. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of small steps along the way, but we're working towards it. I figured I'd just cut through all the bullshit up front. Uh, you know, much appreciated. Uh, well, for my part... Uh, um, I, I don't know how much you know about these parts, but um, uh, basically a bunch of my uh, brothers and sisters and people uh, decided they thought they could run the place better, um, killed a bunch of my other people, and um, have seized control of uh, my country. So working on killing them. That's, that's my, my deal right now. Well, then I'm proud to say that our causes have heavily aligned at this point because those people are also our problem as well. Oh, wow. Well, what what did you do to piss off the Chimerans? Well, Chimerans, all right, that's a name for them. Uh, We don't actually know. They just sent an army of assassins to Orville, killed the majority of the royal family and other representatives and took control of it. Yeah, they'll do that. They they did that uh, here, too, uh... Yeah, a bunch of assholes. Um, okay, so here's what you need to know. Uh, I don't know, Victor probably hasn't filled you in too much. Uh, he and Ezra don't get out that often. But in short, um, a bunch of the Covenant uh, decided they had be- bigger plans and uh, started um, sacrificing familiars, which is about the grossest thing you can do. Uh, and she um, kind of like hoists up her shirt um, and there's a, a horrific brand um, sort of in the center uh, of her rib cage, kind of between her breasts. Um, and uh, she's like, uh, yeah, uh, it would seem that uh, the, the old Department of Familiar Affairs got into their head that if they had more of them, they could do bigger things with them. Uh, and of course, most of us thought that was heresy. So we said, no, kind of brings us to here. So uh we, uh, they've dubbed themselves Chimerans because uh, they no longer have only one familiar. They have several, and it would seem they're finding ways to merge them, which is uh, how I got this. And she kind of points to her, her her leg, which is clearly healed up, but but still a bit fucked up. Like so, um, there's uh, there's a few of us left fighting uh, that are, are trying to bring them down, but um, they they move pretty quick and pretty fast, and honestly. If they're, they're moving on to your Orville, um, they clearly don't consider us much of a threat anymore. Honestly, I, I think at this point, they all they need is the tomb and they'll be good to go. 
so uh, as Tika finishes uh, kind of giving you the rundown on the Chimerans, um, you see her eyes become suddenly alert, and she kind of looks up um, past you. And she says, sorry, uh, hang on one moment. And she kind of um, grabs a, a, a what almost looks like a large monocle um, off a table and kind of rushes to the edge of the, um, uh, the sort of lip of the... You know what I'm talking about? What I'm talking about, like a, a watchtower lip where it's just kind of... You know, a chest high wall from uh, most shooters. Yep. Um, she rushes up and just kind of holds this uh, large monocle up in front of her eye, and she's like, uh, "Okay, um, nothing yet." Um, uh, listen, uh, sorry, I like I almost shot Victor earlier. Um, I came out here tracking uh, some chimerans. We we heard through um, sort of a, one of our inside people that uh, they were planning a raid uh, beyond the veil. Uh, when that party comes back through, um, we're going to have to cut this a bit short because uh, I need to either kill them or book it back to my people and and let them know what's going on. So, um, Okay, well, spoilers, uh, that raid was against us. Uh, everyone except us died, and they have an Omnirath. So unless you can take that out, we should definitely join team. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, that that all sounds good. I mean, the one advantage we have is um, I've, uh, I've I've woven um, some magic around this, uh, this. But you may notice that it's a slightly roomier spot than than expected. And as long as we keep our voices at this volume, um, things outside can't hear us. So just you know, don't yell. I don't know why you would, but don't do that. Um, okay. Great. So I don't know anything about these Sinkai. That's a, that's kind of a you problem, I think. But yes, the um, person we're looking for is General Bridge Thinfinger. You, you want to talk to Bridge? Wow. Um, okay. Well, then it would seem that our our uh, our interests truly are aligned. Um, Look, uh, you. Um, sorry, before I, I, I thought I saw creatures on the horizon. Uh, I believe you. Uh, you were going to ask a question about the. Uh, oh, the tomb. The tomb. Yes, you yeah. mentioned. Um, our uh, the founder of our coven, uh, Krekate, uh, the mistress of the crossroads, um, is entombed in a, a sacred sarcophagi. It is the holiest of holies um, for our people. Um, Currently, um, the the untethered, uh, such as myself, have control of the tomb. Um, but uh, we have word that uh, part of the reason that raids are occurring outside the veil is um, they're, uh, they're they're gathering energy um, to lay siege to us. And honestly, if they if they take us there, that's it. Uh, the the untethered will will fall. And um, I mean, I guess you'll have a, a different problem uh, than your current one, but a bad one. Um, so, uh, Bridge is organizing, uh, the, the defense of the tomb. Unfortunately, in order to access it, uh, we've locked down, uh, the space, but, um, we need, we need Krekate's familiar, um, and she has been held in, uh, suspended, uh, animation, as it were. We kind of, it's a, it's a long, complicated magic process, but, um, uh, she's being held in, um, one of the, uh, the blue circle, towers so um bridge is currently uh figuring out how to extract her from that and once we can get the familiar we should be able to um awaken crecate um and hopefully with with her power added to ours um end the heresy of the chimerans 
Princess, what are your thoughts at this moment? And please um, don't yell. I'm not going to yell. I did hear what she said. Um, uh, well, all right. I mean, that's that's a plan, isn't it? To sh translate the princess's intent, I believe. We stand with you, Tika. We will help you source this familiar. We will help you stem the tide of the Chimerans. We will help you defend Kriki and the Holy Sarcophagus. Oh. Uh. Is, isn't this what we're here to do, Duncan? Honestly, this is sort of how I'd hope this had played out. I'm just glad you and I are aligned oh, on right. this. You just seemed like, I don't know. And uh, she she kind of laughs um, and uh, smiles and just says, uh, you know, honestly, things haven't been going great for us. And I, I think this is a sign that uh, things are about to turn around. Um, and that's when Victor begins to scream. Um, outside, uh, you hear a sound of war horns. And um, Tico leaps at Victor, but um, it's too late. Uh, and you just see him um, just holding his head in classic terrified baboon fashion. Um, and uh, just uh, once the, the screaming subsides, she kind of like jams her hand over his mouth, but it's it's too late. She He bites her and she like pulls back. Um, and he's just like, Ezra, they, they killed Ezra. Um and uh, she just kind of like shakes her head, looks up, and sure enough, um, converging on you from two sides are uh, two separate war parties. Um, you see um, witches um, being carried um, sort of through the air by uh, a variety of birds and bats and winged creatures kind of doing the, the magneto arms out fly. Um, and... Uh, Within moments, uh, Eldritch Blasts start to strike the tower. And she says, okay, we, we've, we've, we've got to get the fuck out of here. Um, how good are you two at killing witches? Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into a world of darkness and vampires with Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast featuring Ryan LaPlante as the gangster Ridley Beef, Tyler Hewitt as the conflicted detective Everett Fry, and Megan Miles is the poet Iris Dunn with storyteller Tom McGee. Join these newly turned vampires as they try to take control of Montreal. But all is not as it seems, and as their humanity slowly slips away, they are forced into increasingly dangerous situations as the streets of the city run red with blood and sticky with syrup. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. New episodes available weekly. Ha ha ha. Oh, if you get me close, you're going to have some dead-ass witches on your oh, hands. Okay, can you fly? No. <laughs> it's just this. I do a lot of stabbing. Okay, do you have a gun? I lost the gun. The, princess, the princess can throw her sword really fucking far. My sword can fly. Great. Uh, I need you to throw that sword at... Uh, and she just kind of, like, pulls the eyeglass up um, and points to, like, a, 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 like, particularly, like overdone witch like with the, like the full Sia wig just like oh. really glamorous um, who's being um, uh, sort of flown in um, by two swans um, she's like I need you to throw it at her well that's excessive and I throw it <laughs> okay go ahead and roll your attack please alright 
That is 20 total to hit. That'll do. Yay! Um, go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 10 slashing damage. Okay. Um, the Witch Sia takes 10 slashing damage as um, your blade uh, strikes her, um, and one of the swans, being assholes, as all swans are, uh, drops her. So now she's just kind of um, hanging from one. Um, and uh, you see her um, thrust out her hand, and um, there's uh, almost a, um, uh, a flow of um, silvery moths um, that uh, emerge from her, her clenched fist, um, and they begin to swarm your sword. Um, and you find that as you try and pull it back, there's resistance as the uh, the moths begin to pull it toward her. Uh, can you roll me a strength save, please? Totally. Uh, 20 total. All right. Uh, moths ain't shit. Um, yeah. You flick your wrist and the sword does a full... Um, yeah, I imagine it going like... Woo, woo, yeah. woo, and yep. um, and, that's uh, spinning. It, uh, yeah, that's a classic spinning noise. Uh, <laughs> For anyone not watching. <laughs> um, the, uh, the blade digs into the ground, um, sort of below, uh, and then with a, a solid yank, it comes flying back up to your hand. Um, and, uh, Teague says, okay, um, I might be able to draw them away. Um, you should be safe here. Uh, pick them off where you can. Um, Duncan, she points to the bow and arrow. She's like, some fancy fucker left this a long time ago. I don't even know if it works. I don't know how they work. It's not a gun, but meh. Um, and she says, just, uh, just hold tight. We'll, uh, I'll see if I can, uh, rally, uh, some of the other untethered or, or, or some of the, uh, the fading familiars, uh, and maybe, um, maybe we'll be able to, to save you. I just need you to cover me, um, as I run. <laughs> Great. So Duncan will just, like, uh, step over the bow because and like wrap. Kinda, it, how it works is he leans it against the wall, steps one leg over it, then bends it forward with one arm to string it, and then he'll just use whatever arrows there are. He's equally proficient with a bow as he would be with <coughs> anything okay, else, Marshall. So um, uh, Tika is kind of like wrapping herself in additional um, rags uh, and kind of cloaks and things, just like in a very clear uh, Jurassic Park run. Like I'm going to get bit. I'm going to try not to get bit as hard um and then she's about to go and she goes oh wait a minute um you said uh, you're looking for a friend right correct a turtle the maca death cap okay um look folks around here aren't exactly too trusting so if you have anything you want to say to them here use this and she th just throws you um uh like quill um and uh paper she's like write quickly great uh, and I just scribble like, there are good witches and there are bad witches. If they've got more than one familiar, they're bad. If Tika says they're good, they're good. Get forward to this stupid tower we're at. All right. Also, don't be dead. Uh, Princess, is there anything you want to say to Maka? Um, I, uh, uh, see you soon, bud. I just write it word for word. Great. Um, so that... Uh, she takes it out of your hand um, and then just disappears as she misty steps uh, as far as she possibly can uh, and then proceeds to misty step again as far as she possibly can. Um, but you see one full swarm um, pull off the tower and begin to chase her. And unfortunately, they can misty step too. Um, so uh, you see her kind of battling uh, these these creatures that are descending on her. Um, as she, she kind of sprints off into the distance, you think you can see some kind of fabric blowing in the wind, but it keeps fading in and out of your, your sight on the horizon. Um, 
And then after a few minutes, you see an explosion. And you suspect Tika may not have made it. Um, Maka, uh, you finish reading the note, um, and uh, the words, see you soon, bud, uh, echo in, in your head. Um, uh, Tika kind of rolls her shoulders again and just says, uh, yeah, so um, they're, in, they're in some shit. Uh, I'm afraid um, we we can try and go help them but uh, I don't do, what what do you do other than healing do you do hurdy things too oh oh yes I do <laughs> all right champ well looks like you're in um uh, fuck I took most of them out uh, with a with a fireball but um, <laughs> they love clustering bunch of assholes um Okay, well, um, listen, there's, uh, time is of the essence, so, um, and she turns to you and she says, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think we're gonna need your ride. And it was just like, uh, fine, but do bring them back, they're ever so helpful. And, uh, with that, she leads you to two massive, emaciated, vaguely demon-looking steeds, and, uh, Tika just says, uh, hope you know how to ride, uh, and she mounts up. Um, Maka, um, looks the, the beast in the eye, um, and, uh, just says, uh, I, I will learn quickly. I have been in this one's place before. And I'll climb up into the stirrups and hold on <laughs> and with that the the two uh demonic steeds uh take flight um laura and ryan i need you each to please roll me three combat checks uh to see how you've done um in the tower since uh uh tika left cool tom is this bow a simple weapon i have to walk through weird proficiency questions um, this would be, it's a standard longbow, so maybe? Give me a second. I got my player's handbook right here. All right, cool. Uh, got it's a weird go. thing, but swashbucklers are very specialized in what they're proficient with, so I want to know. Fair enough. So um, just doing attack rolls? Longbow is martial ranged. Okay, then I am not proficient in the bow. But I add my proficiency to improvised weapons, but this is not an improvised weapon, so it's just dex, right? Yep. Great. Yep. And yes, Laura, three uh, yeah. three attacks, please. 24, 16, and 9. Uh, a nat 20. Nice. A 10 and a 9. Okay. Um... Duncan, you have a hell of a time with the bow. Um, it's not just that you're not proficient, it's also that it's ancient and not cared for, hasn't been, you know, bent or oiled in, in some time. Um, also, uh, the nature of these chimerans uh, is, you know, you can, you can ping familiars off them, but often those familiars, they'll fall away and then heal up and rejoin. Um, so it really is like trying to shoot a flock of birds, which sucks with a bow. Um, Gwendolyn, you have a bit more success largely because you're you're able to kind of keep knocking witches off of their um, their kind of mounts. Um, 
but uh, unfortunately, um, they have now. Uh, you've been at it for for you know about an hour now, um, mm-hmm. with them retreating and falling back, and then regrouping and attacking. Um, and finally, you can hear their their footsteps uh, on the the roof, uh, and it seems like they're they're coming in. Which incidentally is better for both of you when it comes to murder. Um, but um, uh, you just hear um, see a witch uh, saying like. Come now, sister. Come on. It's so much easier. Just give up. Give up your friends. It's fine. Honestly, your time is over. It's our time now. Um, and then lightning blasts uh, through the, the roof. Uh, please both roll me a dexterity save. 15. 12. Uh, okay, so you will both take uh, 17 points of damage as uh, the, uh, the the blast of lightning uh, comes through, and animals begin to spill, familiars begin to spill into the space. Say, um, spoiler alert, I'm gonna uncanny dodge it. I, <laughs> what? What? what, what? <laughs> no, surely not. Um, That's fun. Duncan, you, you draw your sword. Uh, Gwendolyn, your sword flies to your hand, and the two of you kind of take a, a fighting stance. Um, when you hear um, a, a mighty roar in the distance, uh, Maka, what do you, what's your war cry as you uh, ride in literally as the cavalry? <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, I don't think Maka's the war cry Okay, then it's T.S. very... <laughs> Determined and silent, and yeah. then seeing his friends. Fair so then it's Tika yelling, "Guess who's back, fuckos!" Um, and uh, just like Eldritch blasting out of both hands um, as she she's uh, sort of atop this this horse, uh, and the two of you uh, enter picture the her atop Maka. <laughs> she's on top of his shoulders. Like, ah! no. um, okay, cool. Uh, if you could all roll me initiative, please. Cool. Nine. Hey, buddy. I'm eight. eight. I'm also eight. Hey! What's your dex modifier? If you uh, have one, you must. My so. dex is plus three. So you're, you you go before me. Because I have zero. Zero, yeah. Uh, well, uh, one of you is very good at this, and her name is Tika, and I control her, <laughs> and she rolled a nat 20. <laughs> nice. Go, Tika. New star uh, of the show. So, uh... Chris Code and Tika. Um, Aw. That's me, you cut out. <laughs> I never said you were the crown. Yeah, um, and then we just get to ooh. yell at her like, Tika, my savior! <laughs> <laughs> the most delicious of all heroes. Wow. Um, Boo! Yeah. So, away from another show, right? <laughs> yeah, the prison ghost from a different show says boo. <laughs> Um, so Tika um, is uh, just blasting the hell out of. Um, we're gonna say there's uh, Sia Witch, who's clearly kind of the 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 boss. Um, uh, there is Gross Witch, um, who is uh, just kind of like um, got a very vaguely swampy thing going on. Um, so like very um, like slick fabrics uh, that seem to be uh, eternally soaked, long bedraggled hair with like leaves and shit in it. Um, and, uh, we're gonna have, um, uh, we're just gonna say, 
blue witch um, who's wearing a uniform um, of the blue circle um, and uh, and their familiars. Uh, so uh, Tika does a, a, a significant amount of damage to the gross witch. Um, if you'll recall, Sia witch has already been damaged. Um, mm -hmm. Blue witch is currently un, unhurt. Um, bring us to uh, next up in your... Oh, hang on. I didn't roll for them. Oh, the witch has got a two. Um, yes. So, Gwendolyn, you're up. Um, Sia witch is in the room with you. Um, Blue witch and gross witch are still up, up top. Um... Well, this is really easy. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm literally just running at her with like the sword held. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what stance that is, or if it's really a fighting stance. But it's like I'm a charge. Just, yeah, it's just I'm just a gonna skewer. charge her and All try right. to skewer her. Go for it. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Okay. So that is seven slashing damage. And as bonus action, I am going to, uh, so I kind of like stab her, pull it out, and then kind of make it fly, make the sword fly around like back at her and like hit her from the back again. Okay. Or at least try, let's see how I roll. Uh, 14. Yep, barely. Yes. All right. So flying sword is gonna do twelve slashing damage. All right. Um, as the uh, the blade slices through the back of her neck, um, her head bounces up, and truly swings from the chandelier. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got uh, Maka. You're riding up. There are two witches in the air. Or sorry, two witches up on. Oh, sorry. No, it's Duncan because he has yeah. decks. He's got higher decks than me. Yeah. Uh, Duncan. Um, the seal witch drops. Very dead. Um, there are two uh, on the roof. Okay, can I get up onto the roof? Uh, yeah, you can roll me an athletics check, please, to climb up. Dope. That's a nat 20. Oh, hey. man. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, as the sea witch's head is swinging from the chandelier, you step up onto the stump, leap up, grab the chandelier, swing, and uh, leap up onto the um, the top. Uh, I'm going to give you advantage on your attack, Uh because you rolled a 20 on a fairly minor check. <laughs> so it looks cool. cool, and you get an advantage. Yeah, so I, I, I land beside the blue witch, and I look her in the eyes, and I say, cheer up. You don't have to look so blue. Uh, and then it's just <laughs> rapier, rapier. Uh, right, go for it. <laughs> Abadi, Abadi. Oh, man, that first thing is... Abadi, now you die. That's, that's oh, the... there we go. Hey. With advantage. The first one is an 11. Ooh. Oh, and the second one's a nat 20. There we go. All right. Well, the first Shit. one doesn't hit, so have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, the nat 20. So that means I double the damage, Tom, correct? Uh, yeah, you roll twice. Dope. That is 10 damage. Piercing. Solid. Um... You catch her just kind of through the, um, just under her shoulder, um, run her through, twist. Um, she kind of shoves you off, um, but uh, her shoulder is limp and she looks uh, fairly badly damaged. Yeah, and then I look at her face, I say, blue and red makes purple. <laughs> and I swing a cape at her eyes. <laughs> uh, great. Free action to swash. 
Uh, Maka, um, you are riding up. Um, yeah, what do you do? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I will say, if based on your height, if you were to stand on this horse's back, you could probably uh, jump for the lip of the... I uh, know jumping is your style. Uh, jump for the lip of the, um, uh, the watchtower. The watchtower. God, these are hardy horses. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing about being nothing left but like ropey muscle and bone <laughs> in an unending hellscape. Uh, makes you tough. I was gonna say you do have that spooky wood arm that gives you advantage for climbing and shit. Oh my god, you're right. Specifically for climbing. Uh, <laughs> sure. Let's let's try and climb the tower in one go. Uh, so jumping from the horse to try yeah. and scale the tower. Dope. Um, okay, go ahead and give me, please. Um, we'll do athletics for the the jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a group check. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, athletics again, I guess, for climb, please. Okay, so that's 12 for the jump. Okay, yep, you make it because you're okay. basically like these horses are massive, like they're like war horse sized. So it's okay. it's not a huge jump. It's a uh, so that's uh, fifteen uh, athletics for uh, for climbing. Cool. So you jump up uh, and like you know this is a bad idea. You can feel this is a bad idea, um, but uh, you can see how how dire things are for your friends. Um, and as you jump, you can just fucking tell you like you're gonna make it, but you're just gonna bounce off this thing and, and fall. Uh, mm. Your big turtle hands aren't great at at this so you start scrabbling yeah. at it um and then you just hear um with a, a sort of wooden clicking noise in your head um the uh, the memorarian who just says oh i can help with this um and suddenly the uh the wood um sp- like bursts apart into um vines and just like fucking full-on groots around uh the lip um and without you exerting any arms like muscle in your your um, bicep it pulls you up and over <laughs> cool um so you drop into the room um you see uh gwendolyn um standing uh in her classic uh sword out in a vague panic pose uh that uh fan of the show marie was so good to draw on the interwebs um <laughs> over a uh, decapitated witch um and you hear uh um badass action hero lines being spouted from upstairs Mm. Hello, Gwendolyn. Marker! Yes! Yes! Um, I'm assuming I use my action to to get to the tower, so I'm just kind of hanging out. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So I'll just have my shield up and my club out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Brings us to the witches. Um, So, um, uh, the blue witch um, (laughs) says uh, in her own language... I don't fucking understand you. Uh, and then shocking grasps you. Um, so let me just pull that up. Da, 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 da. All right. So Mealy Spell. Uh, what's your AC, Duncan? 16, one six. All right, I rolled an 18 plus stuff, so that'll hit. Uh, are, you're wearing metal armor? No, I'm not. I only wear clothes. Ah, very good. And you are As a swashbuckler, my AC is just my dex and charisma save added together if I don't wear armor. Uh, cool. Oh, cool. So you're going to take uh, six points of lightning damage, and you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn. 
Cool. Um, the other witch, um, seeing this kind of like seeing her sister like lightning you, um, uh, shrugs, which sounds like like weird, like you know, stepping in mud. Like, <laughs> um, and uh, she jumps down uh, into the uh, the tower. Uh, she sees Gwendolyn and um, Maka and uh, uh, spraying more so than saying, just says, Two of you? Oh, I dislike these odds for me! Um, and then she is going to... Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah. Um... She's going to try and drain strength from Gwendolyn. Um, so she does that like pounce and grab thing. Mm -hmm. um, what's your AC? My AC is 20. Cool. So she like grasps you and goes to drain your strength, does the same thing, puts her hand against your chest, uh, and then tries to like absorb strength. And she's like, what the fuck? What, why, where, where's the, where's the atrophy power? I, give, give me all strength. Give me your muscle strength! Um, but, uh, you know, you're made of metal, so no dice. Um, uh, top of the round, um, Tika is uh, climbing a ladder. <laughs> That's her turn. Um, Gwendolyn. Um, there is a, a swampy, gross witch uh, trying to, to steal your, your life force. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna s straight on just, like, <laughs> basically body check her like no <laughs> which is just like my slam attack <laughs> um so that's uh uh fuck ah uh, that's only 12 they have exactly 12 ac yeah so all right you 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 slam <laughs> wait oh wait does that hit Yes, they have a they oh, have a okay. they have twelve AC. You're good. Oh, okay, they have okay matching. You've got to it. Meet it or thinking, oh, okay, right. I should have known that. I was uh, gonna say it. <laughs> uh, that is nine bludgeoning damage, um, and then for good measure, uh, let's just throw the Ellis blade at her, sure. just because I can. Um, and that's gonna hit 20 total. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure that's gonna hit. Uh, <laughs> for uh, four. That is incidentally exactly how much HP she had left. Good. So I rolled two ones. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you body check her, and there's just like a, a like a cushion of of wet grossness. Um, I think like uh, you know if lettuce has gone bad and it's slimy, it's like that kind of squinge. Um, but uh, she stumbles back, uh, and then you just let fly, and um, the blade um, uh, just like passes directly through her center mass. Um, and uh, she, as she falls to her knees, just says, "Odds never lie." Swamp witch, and then she dies. <laughs> um, which brings what? us to. Um, Mm, uh, Duncan. Great. So he's got this like witch grabbing him and shocking him with her hands. But instead of stepping away or doing anything else, he just snaps his left hand up and grabs her by the throat. And he just says, you never want to get close to a duelist. Uh, and they both like he looks down and she mirrors it. 
and he's got his rapier in between her legs and he's just going to pull it back and try to cut her femoral artery mm-hmm. and then spread Ooh. the fingers on his hand and just go in through the side of her neck in a nice clean stab. Uh, and I like that you're using your fingers as a crosshair on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm going to use a swashing point uh, to Seems appropriate. add my charisma modifier to this attack. And this is the rare case where I am fighting a single opponent with no other combats within 10 feet. So I add another plus one to the roll. Nice. Which you means, knowing their AC is 12, I'm going to get cocky and I'm going to say it up front. A two becomes a 12 because I'm at plus 10. I just need to not <laughs> roll a one for these attacks. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> they both hit. Okay. <laughs> good, good, good. And the damage comes to, uh, so the first one does eight damage and the second one does 14 damage. So a grand total of 22 damage. They have 22 HP, so that is more than enough. Um, So yeah, uh, she goes, ah, not my femoral, that's my favorite artery. Um, And then uh, it's uh, cut off as the, uh, the, the blade drives through her throat. All right, uh, and then I just I hold her up for a second, and I look down through the hole in the floor of the, of the roof that's been blasted with lightning, and I just say, uh, "Tika, can can these people die? What's the rule on death in this place?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, w- witches can definitely die. The rag people can't, but the witches can. Great. Uh, and then I just and instead of taking the sword out. I just kick the blue witch's body off the blade and off the roof, so it just falls <laughs> off the top. Uh, and then I'll reach down and no, no, that's it. That's the only witch I had up here. Then I'll just kind of like jump down to the rest of the group in the room. Um, she, uh, Tika kind of looks around, uh, the room and like Victor kind of like peeks out from, uh, behind a box. Um, uh, still like tears streaming down his face and still very clearly distraught. Um, and, uh, Tika just kind of, um, nods and smiles and says, well, fuck. We got ourselves a rebellion. Uh, and Maka, you see your two friends um, seemingly lost. Uh, both of you see Maka, who you had to abandon. Um, and uh, you reach into your pocket, Maka, and uh, produce an old friend. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse Code and Crown. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, 
Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.